0: Good people who have traveled from villages near and far. Lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home?
1: What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee
0: tuna? Bumblebee tuna! Hello, West Man Tooth. Hello, Evening News Team. You are now listening to another edition of Movie Review Crew. Welcome to the Goody room but their ability to open is f-ing heroic and now with your permission i'm going to do my
2: stuff what are you going to do i'm going to do the best i can
0: all right welcome in this is another edition of the movie review crew i'm your host mike lucas and i'm joined by aaron chronican hello brent fruget hello and Shane chronican how's it going We have an excellent episode today. We are doing another movie, might surprise you, another movie available this stream. I know all listeners are like, wow, these guys haven't been to the theaters in a while. I wonder what's up. I'm sure they're wondering.
3: (laughs) (laughs) They're opening the blinds and something going on out there.
0: Oh, so yes, we are streaming another movie this week. Uh, this time it is Hold the Dark available on Netflix if you have an account. Um, for, give me, just give me your first thoughts. Don't We're not going to review it right away. I just want to say like, is it worth watching? Is it not worth, worth watching? Do you want to start the show like that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Um, Shane, you picked it. You, you start us
1: off with your sure. opinion.
0: Yeah, like, like 30 seconds or less. Uh,
1: if
0: it wasn't,
1: well, free Netflix free, I would probably say no. If you had to pay for it, it, I don't know. I think some, it kind of depends on, on your taste, but I think most people would find this a little slow. Yep. That's, that's my thoughts too. It's,
3: um, definitely takes some getting used to the, the pace and the cadence of the story like it just it's not a mainstream type of movie but i recommend it since it's free to stream on netflix
2: it's, yeah i'm pretty much at the same spot that they are like it's a certain you have to have a certain taste in movies and like if i know you have that taste then i'd recommend it if i know you don't then i want it
0: yeah i am i'm very much along the same lines um we'll get into this later but it it's not what I would refer to as good. Sorry.
1: I watched this with Heather and it finished and she, she said, man, you should give this a D for dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, and here's the thing. I, I don't mind. It's actually, I read the book
3: before seeing the movie. And this is a movie that it's one of those occasions where the movie is better than the book. It what? brings more to the story. It's more entertaining. Um, but the thing is, it's a two-hour movie. And when we were picking the movie, it was between two Jeremy Saunier movies. Either this or Blue Ruin and uh brent i think it was brent was like well let's watch a shorter one and we didn't (laughs) so but i think this would have been better had it just been cut a little bit to maybe hour
0: 30 hour 45. there were points um will we'll get into this later in the episode but there were points where i was like that sequence did absolutely nothing
3: yeah that's what i mean get there it and he, this director does that where he's got these slow shots, these lingering shots, but it didn't really serve the purpose necessarily. It, it served more to to get the type of atmosphere he was trying to build, but at the same time, it's like, well, come on, move it along a little bit. Yeah, this is, yeah.
0: You don't need to, like, if you've built atmosphere for the first half of the movie, I don't yep. think I need to continue to do it for the second half. Yep. All right. So we'll get into the rest of the review later in the episode. Uh, another question I wanted to pose at the top, what do you think is the best episode we've ever done? Not the best movie, the best time like we've collaborated for an episode. Well, one that stood out to me that that uh, and this is me as me as the listener. So
1: so like episodes that I'm not on, I, I listen to, and one that I think was a really good discussion. And I think because it was, uh, I don't want to say an argument, but it was it was a debate, I suppose. Uh, the Overlord episode. That one. I think I even texted you guys. I was on vacation, so I wasn't on it. I texted you guys. Man, that was a really good episode. That one I enjoyed. Uh, As a listener, I liked that one.
0: Interesting.
3: There were a few. I like the ones that um, where I really, really loved a movie and I don't expect to have people agree with me when we review it. I I expect one or two to say, "Ah, come on, slow your roll. So, the few that stand out to me are Blade Runner 2049, which mm-hmm. is still one of my maybe top five movies of all time. And it, everybody was in agreement. Uh, Hell or Highwater was a big surprise. Uh, and then Hereditary. I, th- I liked that more than I ever thought I would, and people seemed to agree.
0: Interesting.
2: I guess besides um, those few episodes that Aaron just said, His description was episodes that he really, or movies that he really likes that everybody else is like, slow your roll. That's all of the movies he picks. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So so I I do, I will add as one that I liked reviewing, probably my most favorite. I like the ones that that the movies, either the requests or somebody picks them, I haven't seen them. Mm -hmm. Uh, one that really, really was fun was Whiplash because yes. God I did not want to see that movie, and, yep. and and I watched it because we we had a a listener request, and yep. that's one of my favorite movies. Like of that would be on my of all time list. I yeah. that movie blew me away, surprised
0: me, and I had a blast watching that and reviewing it. And now you've become a really big. I mean, because of Whiplash, you've become a really big Damien Chazelle fan. So you've even yep. all his movies, especially yeah. First Man, right?
1: Well I've definitely, <laughs> definitely definitely seen it and and uh loved it. La La Land, seen it and loved it. Uh no, I haven't
0: seen any of his other movies. Yeah. which is which is funny because you say it's it's on your all time list, but you won't take a like do you think you have to fight that every time you watch one of his movies? You're like, I don't know. Oh, watch I'm
1: that. sure. Well La La Land I will literally never watch in my life.
3: No, I, I I watched La La Land because of how surprisingly awesome Whiplash was, and boy did I
0: hate it! I didn't mind it. I didn't. I I don't think it was. I don't. Good Oscars did it. No. Oh, I I know all of them. Yeah, I don't think it was that good, but it was. It was good. It's better than most movies. Better than three fourths of the field. Good. But, um, all right, Brent. And Brent, did you bring up one?
2: I don't know if there's really one off the top of my head that I would say The Witch.
1: Favorite. Brent loved oh, The Witch. Goodness. He loved
0: reviewing it. Yep. He loved talking about uh, it.
1: no. <laughs> that's one I, of my favorites, hearing Brent's hate <laughs> just spew.
2: <laughs> well, you know, that's something I, have, I don't do often either, because even if I don't, don't necessarily like, I'm just like, you yeah, know, there was this. It was okay. But no, that one just... Right. that. And uh, what was the other one? <laughs> Shelly or whatever. Those two are the just worst. <laughs>
0: Brent's polite, even when he like hates a movie, he'll try to be nice about it. Except for apparently, you can he hear
3: it—just it. Yeah. the j- just acid dripping off of every word he says about the movie.
0: Whereas I think the twins uh, are like, "I hate this movie. This movie's so stupid. This movie should never been made." They don't hold back, and Brent's like, "It could have been better." <laughs>
3: yeah, and then at the end, uh, two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, another one real quick before we move on. Another one of my favorite, not only episodes to talk about, again, because of how everybody just loved it, but because of how surprised I was at the movie, Jojo Rabbit yep. is is uh, one of my all timers now. And uh, it, it's just fun to talk about a movie when you get so giddy and excited to talk about it.
1: I still have not seen that movie. Oh, you man. Dude, I, that is I'm the- telling you, rent it tonight. I got, I got a straight-to-DVD Tom Berenger action movie to watch. I'm sure you do. Oh, yes. Sniper 10. <laughs> uh, first of all, no. That did come out. But no, this one's called Blood and Money, where he mm-hmm. finds money and it leads to blood because he fights people. It's
0: called Money and Blood? Well, yeah, probably. like if he found blood but, and it led to money. That might be. Well, I
1: mean, I guess you're technically That is right. He finds a dead body or a dying body, and then Uh he finds the money, and then that. So it should be blood and money and more blood.
0: Mm. Okay, I see that. I I can get behind. Yeah, he's
1: got to be what seventy. Oh yeah, he's seventy-one, born in forty-nine. Damn, so seventy-one is that right? That's right. I mean, depending on what month he was born, Yeah. yeah. We're math, yeah.
0: <laughs> but I mean, the dude is still Tom Berenger, so i am will give it a chance. Uh, raise your hand, me raising my hand. If you have no idea who Tom Berenger is, oh um... my god,
1: the dude in Platoon, the, who was amazing in Platoon, won an Oscar for it, scarred up face. Oh, China, yeah, he, he was also in seen. the Major League, League movies. Yep. He was the catcher. Yeah. Did anyone hear me? I said Johnny Depp. What'd you say? Johnny Depp. Oh yeah, Johnny Depp. Depp. Johnny Depp. Tom Berenger is Johnny Depp. Yep. Yep. Arrange. Yep. You know, uh, those- he was also in a really, really '90s, just the most '90s premise ever called The Substitute, mm-hmm. where he's a mm-hmm. substitute teacher, and yeah, they made basically about it ends with an all-out war at a high school, and it's just, it's just super '90s. and yeah, awesome. They-
2: they did make like a hundred sequels, but all the sequels had treat Williams
3: instead. Yeah. Uh, and wasn't, no, I mean the sequels. Yes. But I'm talking about just variations of that same story.
1: No, no. Cause this was not like, this was not the white savior school teacher that you're thinking of. This was right. that, but tacked on, like it became a, a literal war movie at the end somehow. Like he <laughs> was fighting people at the high school. It was insane.
2: There's like teachers that were. I, I don't remember what the first one was about, like, but I know in some of them, teachers end up selling drugs and
0: it's, they get beat insane. up and stuff like that. Maybe we'll it's, have to review this. This sounds as fascinating.
1: Oh, I, it's fantastic. And Behringer's coolest shit in it. Yeah, it's it's fan, for a
0: '90s movie. It is fantastic. All right, listeners. Well, look out for that episode. Um, and if you haven't already, uh, check out some of the episodes we we mentioned: Whiplash, Jojo Rabbit. Uh, one episode that I want to talk about, or not talk about, but just mention was, I think, the episode of Hamilton. We did uh, a lot of great conversation on that. And I was like, that's just very recent. But we yeah. had a lot of great conversation. Did there. a little
2: history lesson on that one, uh, too.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Hamilton was not a president, guys. <laughs> no, he was not. <laughs> Despite what Matt might tell you. <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, so, yes, listeners, go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com uh, requests, uh, like, like whiplash request them right on our homepage. Uh, we love hearing what you guys have to say. We should knock some of those out again. We, we haven't, I don't think. take one, I was
1: just thinking uh, that the other day we maybe, maybe starting next month or so start listening requests or, or, yeah, you know, or just a, go down the list.
0: Yeah, I'm done with that. I, I I'll, do I'll take that. the
1: time the rest of this month to compile a list. So we have a, a, a list cool. of everything and, and we can start that next
0: month. Cool, cool. I am down for that. Um, let's do a little brief version of what have you guys watched lately? What have you watched in the past week? Because actually, I'll kick this off. Oh, last, boy. Last week, I teased uh, that I was going to watch an episode or two. Uh, oh, yeah. Man Seeking Woman. Mm. Um, worth it. <laughs> I don't know. Worth it. it. The very first episode has uh a gremlin or troll or something and he gets set up on a blind date with her and it's so awkward because she's literally like digging out in, in a trash bin outside of the restaurant that sounds and,
1: so stupid and
0: then everybody's <laughs> like what you 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 don't you don't love trolls and it's it's this it's very stupid thing and then later in the episode he like goes to an ex-girlfriend's party or something like that and she's now dating Adolf Hitler and oh my gosh I <laughs> will never watch that show it's dumb, it's so <laughs> dumb, dude. but it is so it was honestly very funny I, I think I, I think I'll watch episodes sporadically so there is that um what about you guys uh Aaron you usually have something to watch recently.
3: yeah um I binged There are, it's two seasons and then kind of an hour long feature, like type of thing, special uh, for a show called Derek, written and starring Ricky Gervais and all of his usuals. It's legitimately one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's funny. I mean, I don't know how many times that you get to love the characters and it'll make you tear up like a little girl
0: his shows are.
1: have you watched any of afterlife
3: yeah we are three after we finished Derek, we're about three episodes into afterlife that
1: is the same way i mean he yep. is such an incredible writer not only not only comedy which he's hilarious but he creates real characters that are funny that you grow to love and that and then there's instances in these shows that just just tear you up yeah <laughs> and well, it's like
3: these it's these real characters and then he you've got these kind of caricature guys that he throws in there but man is it funny i i recommend binging it because i think there's only about 12 episodes and then the the hour-long special something like that but gosh it's good very good uh, and then afterlife too we started
0: and that's also very good mm. you have you have a way with uh descriptive words you know that right very good very good. I don't, I don't want to overhype
3: it, but it it might be my the best show I've ever seen.
0: Oh.
1: I I honestly liked Afterlife better. So so get back to us once you've finished a season of that, because it takes a season to kind of fully develop and, and get everything going. But uh, let us know, because I, I think I liked Afterlife
3: better. They're both available on Netflix, by the way, for you guys and for our listeners. Uh, highly,
0: highly recommend it. I honestly think I watched a few episodes of Derek and was like, mm. and I, you, you got to give it time because he builds his, you characters,
1: have to get to love the, the setting, characters. Yeah.
0: And, and then, and then things happen that you truly, truly care about. Sure. I, I think it's also, we just have different tastes. That could be. Cause I was
3: just, cause you were just talking about a, a blind date with a troll <laughs> digging through trash cans. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a little different. <laughs> This is
0: fascinating. This is hilarious, and you get like that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, uh, uh, anything else, Aaron? Or is that it? No, that was it. All right, Brent.
2: Um, I haven't been on in a, I haven't done the show in a couple weeks, but I remember last time I said I was going to watch the movie Harriet, and I ended up watching that. It was kind of disappointing. Because, that like,
3: has uh, – wasn't that the, the woman from Bad Times, Cynthia yeah. Arrivo. <clears throat> yes. She's good.
2: Yeah. No, like, the acting was fine, and she was great in it, but, like, the movie itself I just found kind of disappointing because those, like, biopic-type movies, what I like about those is they tell me something that I don't already know. And with that movie, like, half of it was – stuff that didn't really happen. Like, I looked up afterwards, you know, like, I like to do it, and I was like, a lot of the yeah. stuff didn't happen. But like, every time something would happen, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, I didn't know that, let me look that up. Oh, they made that up for the movie.
1: That's and frustrating. Then, they prioritize entertainment over yeah, information.
2: But, yeah, and so, like, there wasn't a lot of information that I, like I said, the true stuff that was in the show, or the movie, I already knew. And, like, they didn't really do much. Like the movie is about her life, but it was really only like a short period that they really talked about in her life. And the only thing that they, uh, that I didn't know that was true in the movie was apparently um, she had visions because like where she thought they were from God, but like doctors nowadays are trying to say or try to explain it as, she had got hit when she was a kid. Like uh, one of the her slave, one of the slave owners, like hit her in the head and gave her brain damage. Basically, so she would like pass out and faint. And while she did that, she would said she would have visions, and she mm-hmm. used those to like help guide people to safety and stuff like that. And apparently, that really was a thing. Like she would have these visions, and I didn't know that, so that was cool. But like I said, the rest of it was just most of it was made up and. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing.
0: That's kind of like the imitation game where Yep. I'm, Man, all oh, this is factual. This is amazing and then you walk out of it and do some research and you're like, I feel so stupid for having believed all of these things.
1: Which is which is a a fine line because you you have they have to make it entertaining yeah. and and it is a movie, but at the same time, you know, and if it wasn't a non or if it was a fiction story, you know you, you, whatever you'd buy into it as that's good writing, but the fact that it is based on true story well, but here's the thing though if if they're choosing a
3: particular subject to make a movie, you better darn hope it's entertaining enough to support itself, like the imitation game that story is it truly is interesting and fascinating, and then they go and make things up about it, or like the story uh, the Harriet movie, yeah should have been the same way, just make the movie about their lives
2: and then uh, that that would be you would think and even with little i don't know a lot about harriet tubman but i know a little bit and like just a little bit i know is actually pretty interesting and pretty cool you think that they could do right. interesting and make it still an interesting movie with facts but they like the biggest storyline one of the biggest storylines in the movie was um the slave owner that she ran away from like throughout the whole movie is looking for her and chasing her, and like when she's in Philadelphia, at one point he goes to Philadelphia to try to go get her. Apparently, in real life, once she ran away, the slave owner like looked for her like for like a like a couple weeks or something like that. I don't remember what it said, and then it was like, All right, well she's gone. <laughs> and this movie made it look like he was after her for
0: years. Interesting. Um going off of that, like better make a, a movie or story that's interesting. I listened to a podcast conan needs a friend with conan o'brien yeah he interviewed tom hanks who he, it was basically a promotion in some senses for greyhound and yeah. it is it was pretty fascinating i haven't seen greyhound um and it's kind of a movie that you guys are a little hyped on and i was like I don't, i don't really care whatever but tom hanks wrote and directed it and all this stuff and it's pretty interesting to hear his take on it and he was like, it's just, it's a story that uh, not a lot of people know. And yeah, it, anyway, I recommend going to listen to Conan O'Brien's podcast. I might have to. Well, that specific episode, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shane, do you have anything? I watched a couple of things.
1: Um, uh, first of all, I watched After Midnight, which yeah. oh, is, yeah. if, you guys, if you haven't already, uh, listeners, Matt McNeil wrote a, a review of that on our website on his too spooky page. So go check that out. And that's, I I read that review and that's what kind of got me intrigued to watch it. It's free on Amazon. Yep. Uh, so I, I decided to give it a watch and it's fine. Uh, he is right that it, it, it's better acted and better written. I mean, it's a micro budget. Um, but it's very well done. Surprisingly well acted. Um, but it's more of a drama than a horror, which isn't a bad thing. I just think it struggles to balance the two. It, it, I sent a text yesterday. It feels to me like he wrote and wanted to make an indie romance movie. But he knew that that's harder to get funded than a horror movie. So he tacked on some monster stuff to to promote it and market it as a horror movie so it could get funded easier. And that may not be the case. I'm sure it's not, but that's what it felt like because the two were just so disconnected. And then once the, the, the romance story takes, uh, takes the lead, the monster stuff just kind of is an afterthought. And then, and then it feels like they remembered it. So they tacked on some crap at the end and kind of wrapped it up, but not really. It, it well, was- there's a reason for that. The monster stuff,
3: uh, I mean it's it's one of these movies where it's not literal uh kind of like the babadook where the monster is a representation of somebody's mental state but then it's not because it actually comes at the end. Yeah, but I I don't buy that that was real. Everybody was there and everybody was I think it was, was still, it was still it. just a metaphor. I
1: I I would be fine with that. Maybe it's just the ending that kind of ruined it for me. And like I said, the two just didn't feel completely sure related. This it didn't also, gel to me.
0: This almost but, sounds like the Michael Shannon movie. What take shelter? And- um,
1: no. Well,
0: but <laughs> no. On, no. On. the only thing, the only comparison I'm seeing is is like you you're kind of wondering the entire time like is this real or is he psycho like, and then at the end, it's like it's actually happening because the wife and his daughter daughter. Son, I don't remember seeing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It it, it is similar to that because it, it's yeah. You you don't
1: know if he's having a mental breakdown if if this monster is a is a a physical manifestation of of a metaphor or what, whatever the case is. And then I don't know. It just it kind of becomes an afterthought to me. It didn't completely work, but it. I don't want to take away. It it is incredibly well made, well written. Um, it, the acting is fantastic, especially considering the budget. So it, it's interesting enough. I would suggest if you're into that type of thing, give it a watch because it's free and and it's very, very well done for its budget.
2: It sounds like you guys watched the wrong one. I'm assuming it was After Midnight from 2019. Yes, because there's an. I just looked up an IMDb and there's an After Midnight from 1989 that sounds a lot better.
1: And which is about what?
2: The college class, psychology of
1: fear.
3: Psychology. (laughs) Yeah, I just had
2: a a mic moment. They have a new scary teacher. You have to fill fear to understand it. One student wheezes himself. (laughs) Good. What what is this?
1: I'll check that one out. This is
3: literally on IMDb. One student wheezes himself. (laughs) (laughs) The scary stuff is moved to the teacher's house. Where scary stories are
2: told.
1: <laughs> oh wow, that sounds scary. Um, One more before we move on to, to uh, the review. Yeah. Uh, I did watch Palm Springs, and I, I want to bring that up because we had a request yeah. uh, from Kimberly Gao. I hope I'm saying that right. Ga, Gao. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she said, Hey, hi, guys. Love the podcast. Please review Palm Springs. It's on Hulu. Uh, and then she gave a little... I think she lied a little bit. She said, you guys are so funny. Uh, <laughs> and then she said, thanks. So I want to, I want to give a quick review of that and we may do a full episode later, but yeah, um, I did watch that one and it was, it was, uh, I enjoyed it a lot. It, it was typically, it was your typical, uh, Andy Samberg style of comedy. He's like the, the lazy doesn't really care about things, you know, nothing matters type of guy. And, and, uh, He's stuck in a Groundhog's Day time loop deal, um, but they they address it in a way that that feels fresh. It's not it's not just a gimmick to use as part of the movie. You know, it, it they use it to address kind of like what is the meaning of life and what is the purpose of life. And and um, it's not a deep movie, but it's deeper than a silly time loop comedy has any right to be, and smarter than. Sure. And honestly, I thought an Andy Samberg, you know, Groundhog A type movie would be, um, but it's good. And, and I, I'm I'm blanking on the female's name, uh, but she was she was very good. And uh, uh, Jay Jonah Jameson, you know him? What's oh, we, yeah, we know him. You, what's his What's that actor's name? <laughs> no, you got it right. Who okay, Jay talking about Jay Jonah from Jameson from, from Spider Man. I'm completely blanking on his name for some reason. Miles Teller? No. Oh, uh J.K. Bless Simmons. It. J.K. Oh. Simmons, that's what oh. it is. <laughs> <laughs> he he is in it and he's incredible as always. That guy is just hilarious. Um so yeah, I recommended it. It's it's a Hulu original, so it's free yep. on Hulu. And it's it's much better than than. You would think based on what type of movie it is you know you think it's a silly comedy it's just lighthearted fun but it's actually smarter and and better written than i and at least i anticipated
0: for a second i was legitimately like miles teller was in spider-man oh, yep. uh, yeah. <laughs> was he one of the spider-men in the spider-verse i don't i'm so confused <laughs> Uh, I remember when I said
1: J. Jonah Jameson, that was your yeah. clue as to which character I was talking about. I don't about. know who the hell J. Jonah Jameson is. Oh, my God. He's the, the leader. J. Simmons he, plays. Yeah, he's the, he's the editor at the Daily Bugle. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's the Daily Bugle. It is.
0: Yeah, it is.
3: It oh, I is. thought the Daily Bugle was where Superman worked. Uh, daily Planet. Oh, daily
1: Planet. Yeah. Yeah. Idiot. Idiot! Idiot! Stupid. Idiot! You're almost as dumb as thinking Miles Teller was Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> in his
2: defense, he said he thought he was in Spider-Man, not that he was. <laughs> That's
0: fair. Well, I think I did follow it up with maybe he was one of the spider man in the Spider-Verse. So. Oh, That's true. Yeah, yeah, I didn't hear that part. Um, all right, let's move on to Hold the Dark. All right, on IMDb, Hold the Dark from 2018. Uh, it's classified as TVMA, two hours, five minutes long, action drama, horror film. After the death of three children suspected to be killed by wolves, Rus- writer Russell Kaur is hired by the mother of a missing six-year-old boy to track him down and locate her son in the Al- Alaskan wilderness. Directed by Jeremy Salmier. Uh, uh. Salmier. <laughs> uh,
1: Sol- <laughs> I think that's how it's pronounced. I I don't think he's like super French in his song. No, song-y. you have to say son Yeah, you don't. I don't. Yeah. I I hope that's not how it's. Pronounced. And when you're
3: done, you say. No. Nope. Like, right. uh, from all that.
1: <laughs>
0: directed by Yaramee yeah. Oh. Whoa.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the screenplay by Megan Blair, adapted by the book uh, by William. Giraldi. <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: Nathan Blair, he is uh you would recognize it. He was one of the characters in the movie. He's the guy, uh spoilers. He's the guy that got stabbed in the head. He was also in all of Jeremy Sanglier's movie. He was in Green Room. He was in He was the main character in Blue Ruin. In Blue Ruin, yeah, he was the main it. guy. Interesting. So, yeah. He's like uh, buddies with Mr. Jeremy Song hmm.
0: Okay. So, we have done uh, other movies by.
1: Yes. One.
0: Your, yeah. Your green Room. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. I actually started that and was like not in the mood. So, I turned it off. So, there's. Really?
2: That. I actually liked that one.
0: Yeah. I, and that's why I, I wanted to watch it. But I just, yeah, didn't want to. Um, (laughs) the movie stars, Riley Keough, who, did you guys actually know that she was Elvis's, uh, granddaughter? Yeah. I didn't know that. I think we've talked about that before. I don't listen to much things you guys say on the show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think I don't listen to the show, even when I'm hosting it.
0: Yeah. Uh, the the film stars, Riley Keough, uh, Jeffrey Wright, who, if you look at the, um, the, the cover art, the, Poster or whatever, it looks like Cuba Gooding Jr., so there's that. Oh, no, it doesn't. Lord, well, it does. no, it doesn't. All right, well, listeners, write us uh, podcast at moviereviewcrew.com. Let us know. Uh, are also starring Alexander Skarsgård and Julian Black Antelope, those are basically the main people. And who was
1: uh, James Badge Dale? Is a recognizable yeah. face and name, he, he's been in a lot of things.
0: Who I can't think of his character's name. Uh, the sheriff, uh, he was yeah. the Cheryl, Sheriff uh, Donald. Sheriff Donald. Donald. Uh, on IMDb, Hold the Dark gets a 71% from critics, giving it a score of 6.42 out of 10. Audience score of only 32%, giving it 2.53 out of 5. Critical wow. consensus, Hold the Dark's unsettling aesthetic offers more of what filmgoers expect from director Jeremy Saulnier and is often enough to prop up shaky narrative underpinning um so Shane, you picked it we already talked about it a little bit at the top of the episode, but I just wanted to say and get this off my chest. I watched this movie entirely. i don't know what the motives of the characters were
1: yeah, and that's i I agree it it did struggle with that, and I think that was its biggest weakness, yeah um, along with. Well, so I'll just go with why I picked it. One, I, I picked it because I gave you guys the vote between this and Blue Ruin because I sure, I really like uh, Saulnier as a uh, director, and I at least figured that most of you hadn't seen either of those movies. Um, yeah, this one that I think is of his mainstream movies, his, his bigger budget movies is his weakest, and I think a lot of it has to do with the story um yeah the motives are just kind of they're, like, they're they are there they're just kind of like it, they, i don't think this movie does a good enough job of explaining what's going on and and on top of that it's supposed to be a mystery movie yeah it's not a very engaging or interesting mystery yeah it's, uh, it's so, less of a
3: mystery more of a thriller not i mean i don't know Yeah, it doesn't fit
1: easily into a certain genre. I, I, my main feeling about this is that individual scenes work significantly better than the movie as a whole, Uh, because there are scenes that I like a lot. Yeah, there are scenes that I really, really like, but I can't say that about the movie as a whole.
0: Yeah, I, I don't, I like it. It's, it's fine for sure, but I don't really like it. I wanted, to, I, and I wanted to bring that up at the beginning of the review because I know that there are times where, like, I'll watch a movie, and I and I and I'll be straight up honest. I just, I just don't understand some of the motives. I miss something, some sort of dialogue, something, and I just don't get it.
1: Well, and and there's a there's a bit of explaining that I don't know if you got from the movie that might change the way you see. why why everything went down so I guess somewhat spoilers if you haven't seen it and you want to see it at this point go see it um, because we we really can't talk about this without spoiling it
0: yeah Um, for sure
1: but I don't know if you got it from simply watching the movie but the husband and wife are brother and sister I did
0: not get that
1: yeah I didn't they do
3: they do hint at it
1: Um, in in like little moments of
3: dialogue well and they show when he's digging through they show a picture of a little boy and a girl together but then at the same time it could be just childhood friends right? but then when he talks to that quote Indian hunter uh, he mentions that they came when they were children and their father came to get some stuff because of the darkness in them
1: well and, and he mentions that that same guy mentions that the wife, his wife did come by earlier and that they have the yeah. same eyes, same hair, same hair, same eyes. Yeah. And the, at very, very early on, she says to him, uh, to, uh, Wright, Jeffrey Wright's character.
0: He says, I, I didn't meet brother. him. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no. Uh, Jeffrey Wright asked her, where did you get, where did you meet your husband? And she said, we didn't meet. I don't remember a time, uh, that he wasn't in my life Is because they were born together. See? you know, they're, they're and it does not, do a good job of explaining that because that's their motives she killed the son to basically he was a product of sin and and she was attempting to cleanse the dark and 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 that little tidbit of information that they could have portrayed much clearer that gives
0: you insight into into motives for everything this is this is a lot like sometimes movies hammer you with details like this like it's just so like if she were to walk up and be like hey brother like <laughs> I would why'd you do it he's my brother <laughs> immediately it. But i would also be like oh that's lazy as hell but then right like, like in this scenario they don't it it's almost
1: too subtle and and right. without knowing that from either reading the book or or digging a, a bit deeper into it if if you looked up the book synopsis or even the movie synopsis uh, on wikipedia or yeah. something without actually and you shouldn't have to do that you sh- that's on the movie well,
0: no i mean i and i am actually kind of a fan where like doing some diving into the behind the scenes and stuff will give you more insight i'm, I'm a bit it should fan. yes but, but not a big right. not a big plot point like that yeah that's that's yeah. too big but also i, think, I but think
3: there's there's kind of still motive there isn't there even if you take out that piece of it which is big but I mean, to be in a place where they're at, where I mean, she just broke. She and yeah. she talks about the darkness within her and the darkness outside, and she can never get warm. And it's just the place she's in and the mindset she's in, and it broke her. I mean, there's there's still motive there, but then my my struggle was. Um, I didn't mind that no. because, well, like I said, I had read the book, so I had that little bit of background, so I knew that much. But I think the movie gave you some motive for what she did. And then the motive for the husband is obvious. You think that she wa- he wants to find her to kill her because well,
1: he did point, love his though, son. At the same point, though, I think it was a little much that he just killed those cops for no reason. That's um,
0: like, I was like why he just like a rampage
1: yeah and and I I mean I suppose it's they try to explain he he wants to be the one to find her but still I don't think that he nest like is that the best way all you're doing by doing that is bringing in more law enforcement that that doesn't that doesn't make any sense if that's his motive so I yeah I, I agree with you Mike the motives were a little vague yeah or not explained well I
3: guess I mean you're talking about two people I can't remember the word that the Indian hunter used to describe him but unnatural unnatural yeah you're talking about two people that are obviously not okay
0: and and this I guess for most of the movie I was wondering if there was something literally like supernatural at play you know what I mean and i was like and that's that's probably his desire sure and i i just i don't know i was expecting it to take like a a turn like that and then you never really get that cuz like when he's doing like when he, they bury the child in the snowbank or whatever and they're like doing the markings i'm like what the fuck is going on
3: yeah, but you also have to think of that's it as part from of- the the point of view of these people and where they live and many of them thought there was supernatural at play they, The when the cop was reading the statements that she was been taken over by the spirit of a wolf or whatever. And it's like, you know, these people are cut off from the rest of the world. Sure. I mean, it takes hours for anybody to get there from the, and it's, you know, in Alaska, you, it's darkness, how many hours of the day, certain times of the year. And yeah. you're constantly Fighting the elements, uh, they had the instance where Chian's daughter was taken away by wolves, and that hurt the community. And like he said, the community's dying. The, there is no future for them because their children are dying, and the old people yeah. don't care about much of anything anymore.
1: Yeah, and and so. I I do think again that's the the motives for them and the kind of vagueness of it all does hurt it especially i think i think uh aaron and i and I, I don't know about brent but we read the book so we had that that information going into this movie so that helped us to understand it but it sounds like mike definitely my wife was the same way she was lost so, like what did why are they doing <laughs> these things that they're doing and that definitely hurts your viewing experience
0: and i think it's- 70% of viewers on rotten tomatoes are-
1: Yeah, 100%. 100%. I I guarantee you that has to do with the low rating.
0: What's kind of funny is
2: um, I haven't read the book or anything like that. I didn't know anything about this movie until I watched it. And, like, I didn't necessarily pick up on the brother-sister thing. Like, the only time I even kind of said said something to myself is when – uh, they were like, oh, she had the same hair and eyes. And I was like, oh, what are they, like, brother or sister? I'm like, no, nah, that's not a thing. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but,
3: well, okay, so it's funny that you say that, though. My, my wife was watching this with me. She'd never saw it before. She'd never read the book. She never, I mean, n- nothing. She didn't know about it other than when I played the trailer to see if she even wanted to watch it. Right. And she immediately picked up when he was getting the keys out of that box and saw the picture. She said, Oh, are they brother and sister? So it's like, I
1: don't know, some people maybe it But the thing is that still are they? Sure. It's are they? And then then you're even more confused because like is that what it's supposed to be? Or am I the idiot that's <laughs> yeah, am I the weirdo that wants <laughs> like, once- yeah, my twisted yeah. my head <laughs> thinks that's incest
2: relationship here? Right. And that's the thing, unless they like say something about it that and you don't know about it, like yeah. why would that be your first thought? Yeah, something yep. comes up and like, oh brother and sister no they're not brother and sister so like that's not most people that's not going to be your first thought
0: you know what i think we need to normalize brother and sister relationship nope. <laughs> no <laughs> no what game of thrones <laughs> tried <laughs> <laughs> um so so we we, we
1: talked about that and, and that's a that's a glaring weakness at least in my opinion yeah but uh, this movie did a lot of things right and i think one of them that is always done well in, in uh, Saulnier's movie is violence and, and real violence with consequences. And it feels real. It it hits you because it's not always telegraphed and it, and sometimes it's, it's just quick and it's done. And, and uh, that's a staple of all of his movies. I mean, think of green room wasn't hyper violent blue ruin was, was, an entire movie about the consequences of violence and, and i think in this you get a little bit of both there, there was some just sadistic violence but there was also that human side of the consequences of violence and i think it did it incredibly well
3: yeah i like how uh it's kind of downplayed at times but i think maybe that took away from the movie too because um Man, I forgot his name. James Batchdale's character, the Sheriff. Sheriff Donald. He's a character worth rooting for. And then yeah. it's... Uh, the way it ends for him is so very anticlimactic. But that's but, how
1: it would be. Well, and and I put that on... Is that more on how they portrayed... Um, the The main character's reaction? Because that is how it would be. It it was, it was out of nowhere. They didn't see it coming. He, he got shot with an arrow and kudos to this movie for not doing that dumb movie thing that I hate where the arrow just like sticks in his neck. Yeah. Like this is an arrow. It would go right through and it does. It's out of nowhere. They didn't see it coming. It goes through his neck. He bleeds out and dies like right there. And like, I, I appreciate that it wasn't this like Hollywood death. It was, it was just, they're dead. I mean, we talked about the same thing in the outpost, where where just out of nowhere a bullet hits and they're gone. Yeah, it, it, that it's more of a shock factor, like holy crap. And yes, it should have been maybe more emotional, but I don't know. I mean, even the main character knew him for what two days. He like he's not going to sure. get all choked up. So,
2: well, it's not only that. Like it was realistic in the part that he was still in danger so he didn't necessarily yeah. even have time to you know react and get yeah. emotional about it
1: yeah and i i appreciate it did, did it did it kind of take away the emotional aspect from the movie yes but it was also more it was more it was real it felt real yeah a lot of times i mean one of my favorite scenes of this movie is is the <sighs> shootout at the uh village oh my god really and just because of how well done it was, they, first of all, the, the whole entire conversation leading up to that I think was fantastic. I, and then, I would agree
3: with that part of it. The rest of it is. You good didn't and like bad. that scene? No. Okay, so I know that, and maybe this is Mike's same gripe. I know that they said, "Oh, these guys are green. Most of them never see." It. And and they're honestly, they're they're cops in Alaska, a small Alaska village. They're probably never seen this before. But wouldn't their instinct be to hide and not just stand in front of this meat grinder of a gun and get just demolished after he's been firing? Well, a lot minutes? of
1: them were taking cover and and getting shot well, either through the vehicle or whatever the case.
0: But hear me out. The thing I think that. This frustrated me the most is you have like 12 police officers just firing back and then young green boy whatever his name is runs out in the open gets blasted and then our protagonist picks up a shotgun from like 50 yards away fires three shots and then you finally get the guy in the machine gun to flinch so he can like it's I'm it. sure
1: he was flinching the whole time. He was just firing rounds. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: no, that's I, when and he, he was
1: reloading yeah. when he was shooting.
3: Yeah. Plus, that I, part I didn't have a problem with because the whole time you could see that that Cheon and um, damn, what's his name, Sheriff the, Donald? The, no, was, the the, are the other. Really guy. missing his
1: name again. <laughs> no, <laughs> the little the, scars
3: guard's character Vern. Oh, so Vernon, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Vernon. So Vernon, you could tell that they actually respected this guy because
1: he he was more like them. And and they hinted that he was former military as well, because he had well, I guess not, because he when they asked if he had ever been through anything like that, he said no, so maybe not. But yeah. for some reason there was respect there though. Yeah. I Yeah. But still I I I, I didn't mind that scene i mean he he had the high ground which we learned from obi-wan is is (laughs) Mm -hmm. win yep and he had the firepower over them a lot of them were using shotguns from distance he was not a lot of them were using pistols and freaked out you're not going to be accurate
0: yeah i
1: don't know if you've ever fired a gun but it's
0: I got two guns right here. Oh God. He's flexing.
1: For those that can't see, he's flexing his, his one inch. (laughs) (laughs) It's if, especially if you've got amped up, you've never been in a situation like this. You're amped up. You're terrified. You're not going to be accurate. Meanwhile, he is, uh, I assume former military. He doesn't care if he dies. So he's not scared. I mean, he had the upper hand at every, every, I don't every know. part of the, the way. I mean, it, 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 that
0: was just literally my least favorite scene of the
3: movie. Really? No, I liked it. It was fine. Uh, there were some parts where, uh, and I know you're not going to think rationally in that situation, but they didn't do that at all.
1: I mean, I don't know what the hell you want them to do. They're they're out in the wide I, open. You even. know,
3: stay in cover until
1: he's reloading. They tried. No, they did not. There was one
3: point there was three guys behind a cop car. They all stood up at the same time and were just firing, fire instead of you know, like pop out fire shot or put your freaking barrel above the top of the car or the back of the car. They just stood up just to get mowed down.
1: Yeah, that's fair. But I, oh, no. I just think I, I, I one I I I really really liked the conversation between those two. That, it was it was, and then good. the fact that that the violence just happens out of nowhere and and it's uh, it just it's loud, it's chaotic, and these people are are panicking. I I just think it was, and and to show the, afterwards the wife and and all these people have died and and for what and it, I just I don't know I, I liked that scene
0: yeah i i guess we're just different in that in that way
3: um i liked most scenes yeah the the visuals everything looked great yes
0: and and the music was very ominous yes the music was very well done i i think the the big fault with this we've already touched on it is just the plot and and maybe not so much the plot but just the motives and and and
1: that that created a disconnect at least to me it you created a disconnect between me and the movie i wasn't able to engage emotionally or or even if i'm if i'm too busy trying to figure out not even figuring out what happened because that's that's the point of a mystery but to figure out why they're doing specific actions that that it's just it's there's a disconnect there
0: yeah yeah but no going back i think the the filming was beautiful the 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 use of darkness. I mean, especially yep. in a place like Alaska, mm-hmm. loved it. Loved every second of it. It and felt cold. Yes. Yeah. I mean,
1: a lot of snow movies don't feel cold.
0: This felt real, yeah. and it felt cold. One hundred percent. And the the practical effects. Like yeah. I'm sure that they used CGI in a lot of this. Don't get me wrong, but I think there was one shot in the shootout where a guy turned around and he had, had yeah. his face yeah. going off. And I was like, if that's CGI, that's really good CGI. But I think, well,
3: not even, not it. even CGI for that. There was one scene. It was, uh, when core, the writer, the main guy was, was trying to find the wolves. Initially, he had just left, uh, yeah. Morris Lone's house and he was standing on some ridge and there was, it was like this wide shot of him walking across and the sun was barely poking through the clouds. It, it was and it felt like, I don't know if they did it practically, but it felt like they did, and it, it was, you know, it felt real. Instead yeah, of, in some it, movies, you're like, okay, that's obviously If they use CGI, CGI. It,
1: it was to enhance what they were doing, not to create what they wanted. Sure. sure. So they did, it, I thought it was fantastic.
0: No, I thought, I thought a lot of this movie did that really, really well. And the dialogue
1: was, was good when, yeah. when there, were, there were a lot of moments where it was minimal dialogue. And I think that worked, um, except for there should have been more dialogue to kind of give us clues. But well, yeah. I think when, when there were dialogue moments, I think it was very good. I, I, when, when Cor and the sheriff were sitting at the table, I think having dinner,
0: I think that was a very good scene. Uh, I, I think uh, most of it worked yeah I, I mean i agree i agree i think going back to like the the non-dialogue parts clean it up like make it more concise like, yeah
1: it, it could have been i i agree it could have been trimmed
0: yeah um are we at the point to rate i think so do you have anything well
2: about- i just i might have missed something while watching this movie because i mean it happens and like i'll be honest there was a couple times i got distracted by something and i didn't necessarily have time to keep rewinding it so i might have missed something where they like maybe explained it or something but i don't know if i understand like i understand it's a movie so they're trying to do something to almost like put you in the movie like that's co- uh jeffrey wright core or whatever his name is that's kind of you like you're learning all this stuff
0: sure
2: but he really didn't have a point to be in the movie. Like I don't understand. Like, if a wolf did take her kid, like she claimed. Like, okay, I understand him being there, but why did she write a
0: letter when she killed the kid? Doesn't he say that he? He says like she wrote she, me a letter to tell her story or something. But then it's like, yeah,
1: and she wanted to be punished or something like that. Which,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah it,
1: it's. I agree. Even that motive, or the motive behind the the motive behind the action that sets this entire movie in motion doesn't make sense (laughs) so it's like okay where where are we going from here what why is this dude around
2: yeah and that's why i just i guess i didn't understand that part because everything that happened would have happened without him being there and like the movie didn't necessarily need that character like finding the body and stuff like that it could have been the sheriff when he was saying he was looking for the girl or something like that like everything that happened would have happened without him so i just guess i don't understand the point of his character
1: yeah well I mean, he and, did
2: a good job like i'm he's not saying there don't to be in there but
1: there was a lot of comparison between the animal kingdom and humans and how how these people are wolves and he understood behavior and, and animal behavior so that he was there for that you know and, and, yeah and that glimpse into what's happening but yeah why yeah i i I, I I don't disagree with you
2: for like i get for purposes of the movie he's in there to kind of like help the story along but like he didn't need to be there like that stuff's gonna happen anyways that's i was just wondering if like maybe i missed something and they explained like oh well he was here because of this or whatever but i guess the best explanation would be like oh she wrote it because she wanted to get
1: punished yeah. Well, and he said that a lot of the reason he even went there, a lot of the reason he, that he even attempted to help her is because he wanted to go to Alaska because his daughter was there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I,
0: I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Um, all right. Are we at the point then? I think so. I think so. Yep. Uh, who wants to go first?
1: I'll save mine for last. Okay. I can start it. All right. Go ahead.
3: Um, I still do like the movie. I like the, the dialogue is well-written. It's really well acted. It looks great. There are some problems with it that I think maybe I had less of a gripe with because I had the knowledge of reading the book going into it. So, uh, and it's still not great to me. I say six, seven, five for my score. Um, it right. just felt like there was something missing to keep it from being a great movie
2: yeah like I I don't know like I'm not upset necessarily that I had to watch this movie like there are some movies that I watch and I'm just like I want to murder you guys because you made me watch them
0: Yeah,
2: this one like it wasn't great Like, like technically it was good the acting was good it just the story itself and like we were talked about already kind of motives kind of took you out of it a little bit so i'm gonna give it five weird brother sister relationships that you might not know or brother sister (laughs) relationships
1: good good (laughs) i love love the gritty nice little short short condensed
0: rating system title (laughs) what was it you said five
1: five
0: i i am the same number um every like while watching it and afterwards everything we've talked about i'm just like it was fine. It's below average. Am I recommending people watch this? No. Am I, am, I, am I recommending movie lovers watch this? No. Am I recommending Jeffrey Wright fans watch this?
1: Yes, I would, I would recommend yeah. it to them. He was yeah. very, very good in it. How many of those are you going to find? Hey, hey, he's an Jeffrey underrated Wright's character actor. He's Commissioner
3: Gordon coming up in the new Batman movie.
0: Yeah, people like him. He's gonna be.
3: He's gonna be huge.
0: The, the Patterson one.
3: Yeah, Robinson Patterson.
0: Robinson Patterson. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm giving it a, a solid five. Uh, Shane, um, I'm a little higher.
1: Uh, I this this to me. I don't know if you guys, if any of you watched or, or remember our discussion of uh, Black Mass. This yeah. is a similar feel where it's it's well written. It's incredibly well acted. It's well directed, but for some reason, it just doesn't work. And this is the same. It, I, have, tec- I have the technical aspects. I can't gripe about the writing, other than maybe you know give us a little more clues. But but the writing that was there was very good. The camera work was incredible. The the cinematography was good. The music score was good. The acting was great across the board. Yep. It, but there's just no connection to this movie. There, there's no emotional connection. There's no investment. I'm, I'm not able to n- just feel this movie in any way. Um, but it does do a lot of things right. So I'm going to keep it just a, a, a straight C. I'm going to give it a six.
0: I like that comparison. Not going to lie. I really like comparison, comparing it to Black Mass.
1: Yeah. A movie that should have and had all the ingredients to be great, uh-huh. but wasn't.
0: Sugar. Spice and everything nice. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that, that. Yeah, this is pretty equatable to the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> so five point five nine is the final score. Um, oh, what was it? Five. Uh, actually, hang five
3: point six nine
0: is five point six nine. So it's <laughs> a C minus. Oh. Same score overall, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's play a quick little game. Oh, that was quiet. Hang on, hang on.
3: Wow, we nail that every time.
0: <laughs> so quiet. Hang on, hang on. Oh my gosh Quiz, asshole. There we go. Yeah. You got hey, it. Hey.
2: Of, yeah. All
0: right. Um, let's see, this or the Village. The Village. Oh no, my God. I would
1: watch the Village all day. That's a uh, good I'm, movie, Brent. I'm a defender of the Village, though.
2: Uh, I um, I can't make a decision.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this or Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story?
1: I've
3: never seen it. I, like I can't watch Walk Hard again. I hardly made it through the first time.
0: Uh, I, I hated Walk Hard, but I would still watch that. <laughs> what? <laughs> this, I think it's shorter, but like a half hour. That's fair. This or Batman versus Superman? Oh, this.
2: Oh, well, that's like a 5-hour movie, so this I guess.
0: Yeah. This This or The Guest? The Guest. I I, I you all know this. I like that more more than I probably should. yeah you do. <laughs> this or Lockstock? Lockstock.
1: Uh probably this. I uh,
2: I really like that movie. I know I'm in the minority, but I like that one.
1: No, actually we are. You. most people like that one. <laughs> You're
0: in the majority. <laughs>
2: well i met <laughs> in our group
0: right yeah. this or her i haven't Ooh. seen it probably this i'd say her
2: yeah probably uh her.
0: This, this or black mass
2: i haven't seen that one um, um this yeah
0: i i don't know i eat tie all right this or keanu Never, <laughs> saw never, never saw it. I don't one want
2: one. to. Like an hour twenty, so I'll go with that.
0: <laughs> and plus, I get to see Jordan Peele and Keegan Michael Key act like goofs for an hour and a half. I feel yeah. like
3: that would wear thin after about ten minutes. Nah. Which is
2: why I mean I it wasn't about, a great movie, but yeah, you know. Crazy.
0: This or uh, a personal favorite of mine, and I know all of us really love it. Uh, this or Dave made a maze.
1: Oh God, this. Yeah, yeah, made a
0: maze. Dave made a maze. Oh my God, this, this or Suspiria from 2018. That this.
2: I don't know if I watched that one. I didn't. I know.
0: Don't I no. In
1: fact, Brent, I dare you. I double dog dare you. <laughs> a cherry on top, and I mean, you're, if do you don't, they? You're yellow.
2: Do they have the scene from the original where he tries to pick the lock with a knife for 20
0: minutes?
1: <laughs> no, unfortunately, no. no.
0: <laughs> That's so good. This or Tinker Taylor. That. I haven't seen
1: that. Oh, God, this.
0: Yeah, this. Uh, last one. This or oh. Mother?
1: Oh, this. This. i watched yeah. this twice. Mother. The Darren Aronofsky film. Hmm, probably this. I'd watch this every day for a week straight rather than watch Mother once. I
0: would rather watch Mother.
1: Well, that proves to everyone you're dumb.
0: In fact, I... <laughs>
3: we have 300 plus episodes full of proof. We don't need more
1: of that. <laughs>
0: That's fair. <laughs> hey, I think this is episode 350, actually.
1: Well, speaking of that, I would rather watch 350 movies over Mother. Hmm. I would, or 349. Oh. How, however many oh, other movies we've, we've watched, I would watch all you would of them rather, over Mother.
2: You would rather watch Happiness again over Mother? God
0: bless it. This, let's no. see. Let's All see right, Shane's so lowest <laughs> scores. Mother or the Devil's Rejects.
2: Yeah. Oh. Mm. You, you talk a big game, Shane. Where you at? Yeah. yeah. All right. so, I, so I exaggerated a bit.
1: <laughs> what about Only God Forgives <laughs> or, or Twilight or Independence Day? One hundred percent, no hesitation. I'd watch Twilight over Mother. No
0: hesitation. <laughs> All right. Well, that is. Oh, boy, that's a hot take of the day. I hate that movie so much. Hey, man, I get it. I get it. So 5.69 for Hold the Dark. Yep, C-. minus. Uh, who's got the next pick? You. It's yours. Look at that. Maybe I will do a listener request. I don't have a pick yet, official. Um, but join us next week. We're going to have another great episode, as always. Uh, in the meantime, go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. Shane, do you have any articles coming out?
1: No, I haven't really... There hasn't been a whole bunch coming out or or at least the action movies that came out, yeah. I haven't really been passionate about. Yeah. Uh, this this the whole not no theaters and Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, I get it. Although there is a uh, a crappy Bruce Willis straight to DVD movie coming out next week. So uh, maybe yeah, yeah. In we're the all meantime- looking forward.
0: Go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. I'm just glazing right over that. Uh, uh-huh. Request movies right on our homepage. Uh, again, we'll have another episode next week. Uh, someone on the show.
1: Tell your friends. Let's go, but inconspicuously, through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where are you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over what are we gonna do now what are we gonna
0: do good night and good luck thank you for listening to another episode of movie review crew remember to like us and find us on any of your favorite social media platforms as well as go to our website moviereviewcrew.com
2: you're still here it's over go home
0: Go!